Hey guys, Mark here from the show. Um, if you are like me, then you have zero time to read anymore. If that is the case, you should go to audibletrial.com forward slash nerdtalk, N-R-D-T-A-L-K, and get yourself a free audiobook. It's on the show. Um, they have over 180,000 to choose from now, and so you can get one of the entries in my favorite series, Legend of Drist, or Sam, do you read books? Uh, Harry Potter? You can get a Harry Potter book. I'm pretty sure they're on Audible. So yeah. AudibleTrial.com slash NerdTalk today and get yourself some cool stuff. You're welcome. You are now tuned into the Team Nerd Podcast. Hearthstone. What's going on gamers? Mark here with Team Nerd with episode number 38 of Nerd Talk. I counted this week. That's amazing. Um, I think it's 38. <laughs> now I'm uncertain. <laughs> now you're questioning yourself? Okay. Joining me today Perfect. is one of the nerdiest people that I know, my friend and co-worker and boss, Sam Fry. How's it going? It, you never even asked me that question before we started. No, I won't. I don't even like you in real life. <laughs> That's such a good feeling. IRL. How has your week been, Sam? What have you been doing? Uh, recouping from Heroes Rising. Heroes Rising is pretty nuts. For those of you who don't know, we had a tournament. A, we kickstarted ourselves. Ourselves. Esports Arena. Well, we kickstarted and other people funded it, so they did it. We didn't do. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. It was our. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All semantics. Yeah, now <laughs> just word games. Uh, so that was this weekend, and it was a ton of fun, a ton of stress, and all of yeah. the above. It was yeah. good. Can, can so good. thanks to everybody who was there. I'm sure you'll listen to Nerd Talk at some point in your life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Recouping from that. Yeah. Have you been playing anything? Uh, I started playing Destiny again. Um, I got it for the PS4 when you forced me to get a PS4. <laughs> yep, at gunpoint. <laughs> Uh, so I was enjoying that, playing the story again. Uh, started playing some of the new content. That was pretty fun. So it's been good. Okay. You? How was your week? You, wait, you said new content? Taking King content? Yeah, yeah, like the, it was the... Wolves? House uh, of Wolves. That one, yeah. Cool. I played one of those missions. That's where I'm at. Cool. So I got the Taking King and haven't even done any of the Taking King stuff. No. I have too much to catch up on. I'm so bad at MMOs because Destiny is one. Cool. All I do is Hearthstone. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone too. Yeah. It's just, it's easy enough to pick up when you're like sitting, waiting for anything. So if you're on the toilet oh, or yeah. in, <laughs> if you're in bed, absolutely. If you're ready to go to sleep, it's easy to pick your phone up, play a game, put it down. Anything else is just so much investment, you know? <laughs> the uh, deck that our friend James built us, yes, uh, or built me, uh, I haven't lost with it yet. Play like 15, 20 games of that with that mage, and I just wreck people. I don't even know what that's like. It's awesome. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I'm glad for you. <laughs> God. Well, that's cool. Um, are you playing ranked? Or are you playing? Yeah, I always play ranked. There's no reason not to play ranked unless well, you do arena runs. What level are you? Right now, I'm probably 19 or something. Oh, sick. I at least got to hit 20, so I get card back every month. The card back looks dumb this month. Does it? Yeah. That's cool. It's got like hearts on it and stuff. Heart? Oh, what? No. Valentine's Day is next month. I don't know what to tell you. 
<laughs> There's just hearts on it, all right? <laughs> all right, cool. I don't know if there is. I don't know. It doesn't look very good to me. So this week for you, we have an article from IGN. The, the Hateful Eight Pulp Fiction producer will co-run Activision Blizzard Studios. It's a long title. So bear with me. I'm going to read you a bit of a quote and kind of explain what this is. Producer Stacy Scher will be co-president of the newly formed Activision Blizzard Studios, which the publisher founded late last year to create motion pictures and television properties based on its game franchises. She will also partner with former Disney executive Nick Van Dyke to co-lead the studio. Sam, you brought this topic up to me. This is your topic, so tell me what I just read. So there is a producer who worked on The Hateful Eight and like all kinds of other like big Hollywood movies who is now going to head up or co-head up Activision Blizzard. And that's crazy to me that Hollywood is becoming such a major part of video gaming, whereas before it was such a... Uh, a social pariah to be a part of gaming mm-hmm. and Hollywood, and so now it's just this nice like mesh of like they just go hand in hand now. So it's very interesting. Okay, you know we've been progressing as gamers, and now you know we're on on sports networks, and and now big Hollywood producers are being part of our stuff. And it's it's really interesting to me how the dynamic of gaming is now. Definitely. So this is a good thing, right? I mean. It, it's a step forward in the fact that like they're taking the content that we love and instead of just trying to be like a cash cow and making some BS movies, they're actually <laughs> going to try to like make it really good content. Like the World of Warcraft movie looks fantastic. Does it? And I know a lot of I mean, I World of Warcraft too, fans. Yeah. I know a lot of World of Warcraft fans are really excited about it and mm-hmm. that it looks good and that it really excites me. Like maybe they'll have like a Diablo movie or, you know, endless. And like the fact that these people are behind it and that they're having a dedicated studio that Blizzard is creating their own content. as supposed to be like, Hey, Paramount, make this movie for us. That we right, have nothing right, right. to do with. Like they're actually making their own stuff. Okay. That's really exciting to me. And I hope other game studios yeah. follow suit in that. Definitely. Yeah. So I think of, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. So I think things like the Witcher movie, which is you just shouldn't watch it. Or you mentioned Absolutely. earlier Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Like with John Leguizamo back in the day. Yeah. Like that was I love that movie, but it's awful. So do I, but it's not it's good. Awful. It's an um, awful movie. Goodness. Ninja Turtles. I still love the live action with the the suits. Those oh, yeah, Ninja yeah. Turtles. I'm not upset. the new one. The new one's great, but I mean the anyways, suits are where it's at. Yeah. Anyways, what you're talking about when a, a game company um, essentially outsources and says, Hey, you people who make movies, can you please make this game into a movie for us? Mm-hmm. Historically, has been poor. Absolutely, <laughs> I think anybody can agree to that. Anybody who's seen movies ever, based on video games, you just go, "Oh man!" <laughs> and oh, so they're making a movie. <laughs> Crap. Right uh, on Level Up Morning Show a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Arkham series. And for those of you who don't know, JB hosts the Level Up Morning Show. Is just super. I want to say jaded, just because he's a PC gamer mainly. And so when. When WB released Arkham Knight this year and the whole PC gaming fiasco occurred, JB felt pretty betrayed by the company and has not pr- purchased the game since then, neither have I. So that is the, like, the first example of a series, the Arkham Knight or the Arkham series, where we were able to place confidence and trust in a developer to take a, a licensed franchise like Batman mm-hmm. and make a decent game out of it mm-hmm. versus, I don't know, any of them. I'm not alum, so I can say all the Star Wars crap that I've played in the past, like on Super Nintendo and stuff, N64, except for Knights of the Old Republic. Um, like, that is just, hey, we have this, like you said, cash cow people are going to dump money into. Mm-hmm. Let's just make another game, and people are going to buy it. And so 
Arkham Knight was the first one that wasn't Batman Forever on the Super Nintendo or Batman Beyond or something. And so, absolutely. I don't know. I just really think that even though it seems like this and this right here for Activision to have its own studios and stuff like that comes across as <laughs> monopolistic or them becoming a juggernaut. Well, they already are a juggernaut. Yeah. It just seems poor or shady to have somebody so in control of everything. It also means they have a, a, a very personal and vested interest in the success of whatever they are putting out. Mm-hmm. And so why would it not make sense for them to do that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And just real quick on, on the Batman, I think that what really set that game forward was the fact that they weren't afraid to be violent and dark yeah. and really go with the story and like because Batman is brutal the comics are <laughs> yes. awful yes fantastic but they're they're rough mm. all of them are super rough all the storylines and for them to really embrace that really put them ahead of the of the bar and I just hope other games follow suit with that in the future definitely I think they can um I'm going to read for you guys another quote from this article on IGN. The first film project confirmed for the studio that we just uh, brought up is, a ro- in quotes, a robust cinematic universe, on end quotes, based on the Call of Duty franchise. Planned to include, in quotes, a series of Call of Duty feature films, as well as the possibility of television adaptations, end quotes. An animated Skylanders television series is also in the pipe. And so what you just said about violence, there is no way that they can even... <laughs> bring up an inkling of an idea about Call of Duty unless they're they're ready to go into a very violent future oh, with yeah. that game. I mean, Absolutely. if oh, they man. release a, a PG or a PG-13 Call of Duty, people will be like, what is this garbage? Um, I think it's going to be really bizarre. Like, seeing, I don't know, it's weird, like, seeing, like, World of Warcraft in a movie theater makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But seeing, like, Call of Duty the movie, that just sounds, like, really bizarre to me. And it sounds like it'd be bad. Yeah, it sounds ultimately like it'd be a B movie. Like Dolph Lundgren's gonna be in it. Like it's gonna be <laughs> not that great. Yeah, what well, you were bringing up earlier, um, Mortal Kombat the movie yeah. or Street Christopher Fighter. Christopher Lambert, yeah, and I mean, Lundgren, yeah, all these action stars of like the '80s trying to make it good and like be cool in these gaming movies and just awful, awful ventures. I'm torn. I am. I mean, like like we just said, this is. Only good. Only good for Blizzard, and we want a successful company to be successful so they can make us good things. But it does seem odd. Or maybe it's not what we're used to. Like, there has always been a divide, not even between good movies and good, like, good games and bad movies and bad games, but just between gaming and movies in general. Mm-hmm. Right? I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I think just as long, like, the fact that it's made, again, by the same company who makes the content speaks well for it. And, like, what I was saying earlier, like, if they're not pushing it off on somebody else to make it whatever they want, it's their interpretation of their own content. Okay. It's like, you're going to hate this reference, but J.K. Rowling being involved with Harry Potter movies. Who's that? The writer of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Okay, so the author of Harry Potter was deeply involved with the screenplay (laughs) and everything of Harry Potter. And therefore, it was a good adaptation of the, of the, of the books. Things okay. were obviously left out because they have to be. But her being so close to her own content and making the film about her own books translated very well on screen. That makes sense. And so I'm very excited to see, like again, what they can come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the same thing we were just mentioning, Activision, Activision Blizzard, and World of Warcraft. I mean, 
I, I would openly say anytime if anybody asked me if I'm a fan of Ubisoft, I would say yes, but I'm not a fan of annual franchises, mm-hmm. annualized games. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad they're taking a year off for Assassin's Creed, which is a whole other topic. But that is another company that we're, we're seeing they're making an Assassin's Creed movie. Right. I'm excited for it. I've seen some stills of it. It looks cool. I'm excited just because I love, I love the idea of Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. I just love the the concept of the franchise. I don't like what they did with it, but it, it's a business and they're making money off it, so I guess why not, right? And so even though we're just talking about Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter or like even whatever, the original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire and Topher Grace for Venom, because that makes sense. God, so <laughs> stupid. I digress. Despite that, I want to think that Ubisoft, similar to Blizzard, is a company that has enough, <laughs> enough money that they can pour money in, into the assets and the IPs that they need to and also have leftovers for a, like a, a well-invested creative division. Like, hey, we have this much left over. Does anybody have any creative ideas? Oh, you want to make Child of Light? Cool. That kind of thing. <laughs> and so I think if, if anybody was to do it, it would need to be somebody like Ubisoft or Activision Blizzard who has both the, the IPs that have the potential for story and the creative minds and the, the freedom to like use their, their money to invest in ways other than a, a other than World of Warcraft or like an annualized franchise, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so excited. I just hate big business, but that's that's just me. I'm just weird. Hate the man. <laughs> Stick it to man. the man. Sam, I love podcasting, don't you? Yes. Good. Do you know what I love more than podcasting? Michaela? Getting paid! <laughs> if only there was some way that we could do both. Guys, if you enjoy any episodes of Nerd Talk, if you like listening to Sam or Kyle and I sound like idiots on, not tape, but uh, MP3 files, <laughs> you can send us all your monies at patreon.com forward slash team nerd. We're revamping the site this year, trying to get things um, up to par and have <laughs> little goals that we can set up for you guys so you feel good about giving us your money. I don't know why you wouldn't already. But just in case you were hesitant in 2015, 2016, give us all the paychecks and we will invest it in all the wrong ways. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. So wrapping this up, um, we've already said that this is, <laughs> this is a good thing and I've expressed my concerns of my big business paranoia, but that doesn't matter. There has just been, like I was saying before, a... a a delineation in the past between gaming and movies. And like you were saying, it's so exciting to see us have a, a voice as gamers and people can look at what we do and go, oh, that is legitimate. And so I'm most excited to see that there's a sense of synergy and legitimacy between these two areas that were once completely separated. Mm-hmm. Or I think you said alienated, like a pariah from each other. So that's cool. I am excited for that. There was a story we covered on Lums a couple weeks ago. Somebody put a mod into Fallout 4, and it had one of the names from the Boston Red Sox on mm-hmm. a jersey, mm-hmm. and the MLB made him remove it, like remove those assets from the game mm-hmm. because it was violating their um, copyright or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so although they had every legal standing like right to do that, I thought it was, it was asinine because that was just cross-promotion. Not that they need it. Everybody knows what the MLB is, but I mean... It would be neat to see a sport. But it's their intellectual property. 
killing stuff and like doing right. things that aren't what MLB does, what, it, what the Red Sox promote and are a part of. So it's, they were 100% in their rights, and obviously you just said that, but I, I don't see an issue with that. If he stole, essentially, and put it on this game, yeah, and then this, this person wearing that jersey, that affiliation, is doing all kinds of crazy stuff, then yeah, pull it. Because it's not their brand. Yeah, so that... so. And what I said on the episode of Lums is that I fully understand that. And, it, and my, my issue isn't, is it a matter of whether or not that they were fully within their legal rights to do so, but should they have? And I don't think so. Because he wasn't monetizing it. It wasn't making him any money. It was just a, a neat thing. That would have, he, all he needed to do was change one letter of it, and it would have been the Boston Red Sox. And then, and then they would look like idiots. And he kept his, his motto. Sure, but he, he didn't. And then, like I said, the biggest thing it comes down to, it, well, two things. Is, yeah, they want to control their, their intellectual properties. Right. That's not an issue. No. That's fine. And then two is that this character wearing this jersey that looks almost like it was sanctioned by this company <laughs> is now doing all of this crazy stuff and like mm. killing things and you know doing drugs and all this different <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you know. Is it a skooma? That's not Fallout. Never mind. <laughs> So I don't I don't fault them for that. I 100% mm. am behind them on that. That's fine. And you've been wrong before, so it's not a big deal for me. So, but the, but pulling it back around, the the point that I wanted to make is that it's really cool um, to see in this case that even though you're wrong, that there is a legitimacy and a synergy being seen between like movies and games that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Whereas if a if a movie made a the Flosh, and they had superhero that had all the same things as the Flosh, but um, who owns Mo- DC? Yeah, DC. I don't even care. Uh, um, DC, yeah. DC yeah, flipped yeah. their flipped their lid and had to take out stuff out. Um, so it's neat to me to see that we have the opportunity to have all done in house, full access to IP, do whatever the heck they want with it, mm-hmm. and the desire to make it good because they're they're doing it right. So that's cool. You guys know what you're saying? I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. See, I didn't say that you were wrong. You you actually did. We can oh. actually rewind this and say you're wrong. Oh, shoot, I did. Um. <laughs> but I'm not. They can do whatever the heck they want with yeah, their they own can. property. They Doesn't absolutely mean other people can. can as well. They absolutely can. I don't think they should have. Why? Because I think it looks silly. I it, think that it looks all silly the having like, the character from Fallout in this jersey doing stupid stuff. That's silly. I guess. They have a brand. They're classy. They have something to uphold. If you, if you insist, sir. Agree or disagree. I mean... Whatever. <laughs> cool. The other example that I was thinking of was Heroes of the Dorm last year. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the first times that we've seen, in, in a large way, in a large-scale setting, a video game, because Heroes of the Storm is a video game, and sports blended and synthesized in a, a large-scale way that was on sports syndication, I think what you just said. And so even though we can have the... The conversation, the friendly conversation all day long about if gaming is a sport, if esports should be renamed in a large way, but whatever, regardless of that, 
here was the dorm happened mm-hmm. and it was cool for everybody who um was in a butthole <laughs> <laughs> yeah espn is really realizing how massive gaming is mm-hmm. and that you know there's there's colleges that offer scholarships for league of legends there's all these different things and then with the x games a uh, year before call of duty being on the x games that's insane that mm-hmm. we were part of the x games and uh, yeah here's the dorm that was a, it's a really good example like, that, was, that was huge that we were featured on espn in a massive way and they pushed it and it's, it's a video game that's right. that's insane it's not madden it's not anything sports related it's something completely different than anything involving sports but recognized as an actual sport in itself oh my goodness I hope that the microphone picked up the hurricane that just happened above us. <laughs> hurricane Tiffany? Her, yeah. She'll never hear this. We have a social media director at the arena who always wears heels, and when we're in the basement recording, that's all we can hear is her walking <laughs> around the entire arena. No matter what floor she's on. So that sounded like she was barefoot just now stomping around. Yeah, probably And she's was. a tiny little person, so I don't know how she makes all that noise. I don't. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> So that's what we think, but we want to know what you guys think. Do you agree, disagree? Do you have any other topics you want us to talk about? If so, email the show at teamnerd at gmail.com. Don't tweet us. If you tweet us any of that stuff, like any ideas at teamnerd, it will get lost. (laughs) But if you email us, it will have less of a chance to get lost. Yeah, well said. Well said. That was good. Definitely. But you can tweet us (laughs) at teamnerd, T-E-A-M-N-I-R-D, you can tweet Sam at Samuel R. Fry. Kyle is at Filtertons. And you can find me at Mark A. Salcedo. If you guys are enjoying the show, please let us know on any of those things that we just listed and send us some five-star ratings and reviews. It really helps us out. That's all we have for you guys this week. Remember to game hate free. Be good to each other, gamers. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Test, sound checking, Blue Yeti microphone, Mark on the right, and Sam on the left. <laughs> Sam, you're such an idiot that I love dearly. Oh my god, I'm cry now. Say the funny jokes to me, Sam. Just use the alphabet. Just give me the alphabet. <laughs> oh. So apparently, earlier today, Eileen was changing Hunter. <laughs> Easy, it gets better. <laughs> and uh, so she takes off the diaper. There's poop in there. She puts it next to like you know next to, like the the changing table, right? I'm getting excited. Okay. And uh, she put the other diaper on, and Hunter decides to go flail, 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 foot in the poop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. Why and would he do that? Before she realized what was going on, he's been discovering his feet lately, so he went, oh, and lifted up his foot. It was like touching his poop over his hand. So, <laughs> poop on the foot and on the hand. And then he ate his fingers, and it was awful. <laughs> no, he didn't go that far. Oh. Sicko? I would. <laughs> <laughs>